and welcome to the Brilliantly Beffed podcast, where we get really drunk and talk about music. Woo! In today's podcast, I have the wonderful James Negus with me. So hello, hello, hello. So, um, so, tell me a bit about yourself, dear. Um, well, I am a singer-songwriter, p- performing singer-songwriter. God, we are a little bit merry already. Um, <laughs> I've been playing guitar since I was about 13, ever since watch- watching Ricky Gervais on The Office bring out his guitar. Um, ever since then, I want to play guitar, and now I do it at university. I've been in music. This is my sixth year of music education, from Gloss Cole to BIM, and um, yeah, and I still love it. I still have a beautiful passion for music. That's really sweet. Um, if, if you don't know who I am, my name is Robin. Um, I'm a student at the University of Gloucestershire, and that's basically what this whole podcast is all about. It's because I've got to do a uni assignment, but it's I thought. You might as well have a good time at the same time. And drink. And drink. So for today's podcast, we have um, a beautiful breakfast option um, because we haven't woken up that long ago. Um, We have a beautiful breakfast option, which is vodka and orange juice. Going down quite swimmingly, I must say. We've already had two tequila rose shots. Um, We should have probably had more. Might have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we might get some in a little bit. Who knows? We'll see. Probably. Intermission. (laughs) Intermission. <coughs> okay, so in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about popular music and like how it's changed over the years. Um, so from the era of rock and roll, mm-hmm. so 1950s to present day, really. Um, but that's sort of what we're going to be delving into throughout the other episodes of the podcast as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be quite fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Should be. <laughs> so I sort of roped him in to do more than one episode, so you will see him again very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Might be here all the time. Uh, we'll see. We will see. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Might as well. There we go. And for anyone who's listening, it is 3 p.m. Two minutes to 3 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're really looking at our life choices right <laughs> now, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Popular music, James. Yeah. What is it? Um, well, I don't know about the actual definition, but it's any music that is in the popular domain and is outreach to the general public um, that they usually listen to because it's popular in modern day society. Well, yeah, because obviously in like the 1800s, stuff like opera and classical music was the popular music. Mm. Whereas now it's more god it's everything yeah it's you it's stuff like grime and like trap trap music country country C- trap country country, country music <laughs> no. um talk about um lil nas x you yeah. know he bridged together country and trap and got penalized for it yeah you know a lot of country are saying no you're not country you're not country enough but he's breaking stereotypes and doing really well with it, I reckon. Yeah, 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 definitely. <coughs> I don't think he's... D- I think that was, like, the... S- that was sort of, like, the start of when people started to hear about him, and now he's more... He's using, he's using like, all different sorts of instruments, really, because he used, like, a saxophone That's in his last song and stuff. Mm. In, in his new album, mm. um, it started off with, like... On his TikTok, he basically marketed it as he was pregnant with the album. So yeah. that was kind of interesting. Mm. Um, basically, just to see him um, sort of create 
a baby mm. yeah. with an album and the whole point of it was um it start because the whole start of the song was about um the whole part because it was um montero where mm. however you pronounce it i'm not sure who knows um sure sorry little nasnex if you're listening i very much doubt you are but if you we are, do love you though hello you're, you're doing great <laughs> you're doing great things right now but yeah um, anyway I think the whole, um, but obviously there was a whole lo- a lot of stuff with that with like the Antichrist, wasn't there? Oh yeah. Because he sold what was it? He sold a pair of like Nikes or something mm. with blood in them. Oh right. Like a little vial of blood mm. in the little, you know, with the with where in like trainers where they have the like air pockets. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like blood in there. Christ. Sweet. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. Terrible Why jokes. That fast, jeez. He's yeah, like, well got barely any of it left and we've got like pint glasses of it as well there's a lot of orange i like orange juice <laughs> it's the problem i think there's a bit more vodka in yours yours might a little bit more stronger but mine just tastes well slightly gone off orange when, juice when you went off in the other room i put a little bit more vodka exactly in yours. oh did you oh well I I like sh- a tiny dribble ah, that's fine. all right <laughs> um but ian um so the most like defining eras of popular music in present day and had most influence on it, mm. for sure. We're like the 1940s and 1950s and stuff. Mm-hmm. Good old rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. It stemmed from blues. Yeah, and obviously blues stemmed from hardships and stuff, didn't mm. it? The Atlantic slave trade. Yeah, because yeah. it was um, the whole call and response sort of element to mm-hmm. it, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. And, um, Using my GCSE g- music, though. <laughs> okay. And uh, Robert Johnson, who was... Um, extremely famous and still by said a lot by a lot of people today that he is still the number one blues player of all time yeah um yeah um obviously he's part of the 27 club <coughs> the, oh gosh, the infamous yeah. infamous age club. where musicians die which is some of it is stemmed especially robert johnson has been stemmed around that he made a deal a deal with the devil that he yeah. sold his soul when he was 17 for well talent i suppose and blues playing because wasn't it he woke up one day and he was just like everybody knew who he was or something no he um he he just came out he he um there was a a year and a half break when no one heard of him no one heard anything from him randomly and then he came out he came out with with this amazing blues yeah blues guitarist um kind of playing um that some of them still people still can't play to this day because they were so intricate god um and then, he obviously, he wrote songs about the Crossroad Blues, where mm. he talks about making a deal. And then, um, oh, I think it's one song's called um, um, Hellhound on My Trail, where he's talking about, yeah, he's got hellhounds after him now to yeah, drag him down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he did the f- his first recording of his album. I actually got that on my iPod. I have an iPod he, he, classic. Yeah. I got it for Christmas. Yeah, I cause call him a nerd for it. <laughs> What is it? It's, it's 2022 and you have an iPod classic. I, I do. I You'll be much... walking around with a cassette next. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will Can one day. Please, please don't. The sound of cassettes is quite nice, actually. Yeah, well, they're um, coming back. They really Cassette, are. Cassettes are coming back. Well, the thing is about like, well, it's, it's, it's kind of like vinyl and how vinyl mm. suddenly came back in uh 2015 2016 yeah, it was like they got 40 the tumblr girl really wasn't yeah it? and they came back with um it was like a 40 percent increase in vinyl sales yeah. year round now you go into hmv especially the one in bristol we could maybe look there at some point yeah um did. you go upstairs to the music section and about three quarters of it is just vinyl God. and then about a quarter of it is cds 
Yeah, I I can I mean like I suppose in like cities like Bristol, um, mm. a lot of I th- I think it's because it's it's such like a a big city mm. with like such varying different types of people. Mm. Then you're gonna get stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get more vinyl sales, really. Exactly. Because it's sort of like the aesthetic of. It's become such an aesthetic. It's become vinyls have become such an aesthetic. It's mm. unbelievable. Well, I wrote about this in one um, essay um, back in my first two years of uh, music technology at Good. RFDC. <laughs> um, when well, it's not RFDC anymore, unfortunately, Royal Forest Dean College. But um, they it went, didn't it? Yeah, but it's still college, but it's just part of Gloucestershire College now. Oh, that's it. Always was, but now they've actually properly it's Gloscoll, but the Forest Campus that's what they call it. It's a bit gone. boring. It's gone. Oh yeah, it completely went. Yeah, they like bulldozed it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. That's pretty um, but sad. they've they've built another one. They've built one in um. Oh yeah, they moved campuses, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. built a new one, and then they. Yeah, they don't do music there anymore. Do they not? Oh yeah, they do music at. The Gloucester one. I was the our class in 2016 or 2017 was the last class in RFDC to do music. We actually helped. Part history. Yeah, a little bit. We helped pack um, all the mixers, like all the uh, not the computers, the mixers, uh, the keyboards, and everything to take them to Gloucester. They asked us on a specific date if you're free to help move everything from the Forest Campus to the Gloucester Campus. But. Back to what I was... Yeah, back, back to back. actual <laughs> popular Tangents. music. Um, um, well, if we're speaking about, like, blues and rock and roll and stuff, we've got to speak about Sister Rosetta Tharp. We do. Rosetta Tharp. Sister Rosetta Tharp. There we go. One of the most incredible human beings in music culture. Yeah, she basically created modern... Well, modern for the times, rock and roll. She was the first rock and roll artist who was allegedly LGBTQ as well. No way. Yep. She um, apparently um, had a thing for all kinds of people. Oh. Um, She was incredible. There's always that um, very famous video of her in the train station, um, the closed down train station where it was pouring down with rain. And she, I forgot the song she was singing. Um, But yeah, her guitar playing was incredible. Um, she was the first proper rock artist. Yeah. But obviously everyone, the two everyone thinks of is either Buddy Holly or Elvis Presley. Yeah. Obviously more uh, so it's We're going to get on to Elvis Presley in we're a few minutes. We're going to not say some nice things about yeah, Elvis well, for any of Elvis fans. You're not. I'm not, no. You no. don't like Elvis very much, do you? I, uh, no. My, my I, cousin I don't is like obsessed with Elvis. I like some of his songs. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's interesting. Let's talk about Elvis. Yeah, let's just dive straight in. And I then we're going to go back to Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yeah. Um, yeah, because most of his songs, I don't think he actually wrote any of his songs. Yeah. I think they were all written for him. Because um, Hound Dog, you know, one of his... That was a cover um, by um, an artist. Oh, I'm, it's sad that I don't know the artist. I've got a lot of things to say about it. Um, but Hound Dog, and there's a couple of other songs where he came out with, weren't even his. Um, no. What we learned about um, is... They didn't phrase it like this, but someone in the class did. And our lecturer said, well, you're not far off. Where he basically just stole black culture, mm. turned it into his own and sold it himself. Which 
you know, these days a lot of that comes up where mm. people do steal a lot of music from black culture and put a little whitewash on it. But um, yeah, Elvis would not have survived in today's times. Oh, uh, definitely not. I mean, the fact he married someone who was 14. What? But, uh, yeah. Um, we do have a computer to look yeah, up these facts. <sighs> I mean, you can look it up if you want. Right. I'm, I'm fact-checking this. Oh. oh I don't know your password. No, oh, I've got to put it in. That's just... I'm not going to say it. Elvis. Shagged 14. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's Elvis. apparently Elvis was in Austin Powers 2. Of three 14-year-old girls who would pillow fight, like, tickle, wrestle, and kiss Elvis. Stop that now. Yep. He, w- yeah. So, according to Vice, um, how do I... Refresh, refresh. According to Vice, um, Elvis was the king of treating people like shit in the bedroom. Uh, It does not actually. Well, some people are into that though. (laughs) Elvis was the king king of of treating women women like shit and luring fourteen-year-olds into bed. No, thank you. No, thank you very much. um, Yeah, apparently um, he moved to Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, he lived in Memphis. And if he wasn't a musician, he would have been a truck driver. Um, could get to commit to him. But it did everything short of penetrative sex with her in the first night. Who's Priscilla? Wasn't that his wife? 14-year-old. Yeah, she was 14 when he married her. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what I mean. He wouldn't have survived. In today's culture... No, he would have been, like, screwed within, like, the first five minutes of getting in. The fact he stole black culture and capitalised off of it, made loads of money off of someone else's culture, people have been oppressed, and then goes on to shagging, let's just say. Shagging a 14-year-old. I literally typed in, Elvis shagged 14. I tell you what, you're going to be able to come and watch this or something, James. No, I know. It's not great, (laughs) is it? Thanks for using my laptop for this. <laughs> but preyed on a group of three 14-year-old girls who would pillow fight, tickle, and wrestle and kiss Elvis. God, that's so awful. Okay, so we're on another thing of vodka now. Not too much. Well, you, have, you haven't got much love. I've used most of it. <laughs> well, we <laughs> still have some... We ra- still have... Palmer Violet Palmer Gin. Palmer Violet Gin. And... Um, tequila Rose. Tequila Rose. Yes. God, I forgot what I brought. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting there, and it's only ten past three. Stop it! I don't even want to think about the time. Yeah, I'll stop I'll feel like an alcoholic. Well, we just. So, um. Right, yeah, so Elvis is not. Elvis. He would have been straight to prison if he was in modern day. Oh time. yeah, if he was in modern day, uh, well, think about it. If he was in modern day, I don't think he'd make it five minutes because of the oh. fact that he'd married a fourteen. That wouldn't be legal nowadays. I mean, to be fair, there if are he was, child if he brides, so I mean, like those happen. Yeah, there's different countries where. No, it happens. In this country, I swear. I'm not sure. Personally. Because obviously you can get married under 16 with your parents' consent. No, so you can get married at 16 with your parents' consent. God. But still, anyway. Anyway. Elvis would not have survived, but he would have probably acted differently if he was in today's time. I mean, yeah, he would have definitely done it all below, like, the scenes. Yeah. And stuff, so nobody really would have seen what he was doing. Mm. And then it would have come out when he died. No. Yeah, probably would have. That's normally what happens. Mm. Well. Wait, this is about music. This isn't about that. We don't need to go down no. that route. I was about to mention Jimmy Savile, but you know what? Jimmy. Let's not even Wait, mention Wait, no, he, was, he did music, didn't he? 
I don't want to know if he did. No, no, he was like a DJ, I swear. Yeah, oh yeah, he was a DJ. Yeah, yeah DJ so. Savile. <laughs> anyway. But he's a horrible human. So. Anyway. Um, so, um, we're going to talk about some of the like key people in music from the 1940s and 50s. Because obviously, as we're talking about the 1940s and 50s in this episode, hmm. um, we're going to talk about some of the key people who everybody thinks about when they hear music in the 1940s and 50s. We're going to start with Frank Sinatra. Ooh, uh, I really choice. like him. He has, oh, love his voice. I was cooking fajitas last night. Well, we, I we, was we, cooking, were, we were cooking fajitas. fajitas last night. Sorry, I was cooking them. Anyway, not the point. We were cooking fajitas last night, and I was listening to That's Life. Because oh, yeah. I was listening to the Joker soundtrack. Mm, and it's mm. obviously, it's at the end, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, first of Great all, movie. amazing soundtrack. Great movie. Great film. Mm-hmm. Should we watch it later? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, Frank, Frank Sinatra, Sinatra, he's like crooner. Mm. Sort of. He's very much lounge. Is it lounge sort of singing? Or is it like... I feel like it is relatively lounge. So, yeah. He was an American singer and actor who is generally viewed as one of the greatest musical artists of the 20th, 20th century. Oh, he's he's one of the best-selling music artists of all time, having sold an estimated 150 million records worldwide. That's according to Rick, 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 Rick Wikipedia. The Wikipedia. <laughs> ah, the Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. Yes. Thank you, Chevy Chase from Community. Chevy Chase. Yeah, so Frank Sinatra. Well, it says on Google, uh, pop Goggle. and seasonal. Don't know what seasonal is. What is seasonal? Oh, jazz, swing, vocal jazz. Yeah, he was, he was a jazz That's what man. I was thinking. It was swing. He was more of a jazz. Yeah, swing, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. He was cool. And obviously, was it his son, Frank Sinatra Jr.? He was pretty... He had a son? I think so. I mean, I don't... Well, I, I know of Frank Sinatra Jr. Yeah, Frank Sinatra Jr. Mm. He, um, yeah, 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 yeah. He was um, professionally known, was an American singer, songwriter, actor, and conductor. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he died in... Oh, he died 2016. What, like his son? Yeah. Like a lot of artists died yeah, in 2016. Yeah, loads of people died that year, didn't mm-hmm. they? Um, I swear, George Michael died Christmas Day. David Bowie died on the 10th of January 2016. Liver cancer. Mm. I mean, understandable, I suppose. Um, who else have we got here? Um, these are artists who... I There's a lot I don't know, unfortunately. I reckon they're like big people that you don't know as well, because we're going to get onto this in a second, but James doesn't know who Doris Day is. I do not. That makes me very angry. George Martin. Who? It says the Beatles. James, we're but talking George about Doris Martin. Day now. So I'm just having a quick... Because it wasn't there someone else who died in 2016? Obviously Prince. Billy Paul. Harrison Calloway. John Berry. Beastie Boys who? died that year. Beastie Boys. Do you know who Beastie Boys? You must. You've got to know who Beastie Boys are. Staple in, like, um, like against the man, the man, kind of culture and music. Beastie Boys. The name rings a bell, but oh. I don't think I've heard any of their things. I you okay? I. For Do you need to educate me? I will. For anyone who's listening who's enraged that this lovely person does not know who Beastie Boys are, I will educate her later. 
the same way as I'm going to educate you about the fact that you don't know who Doris Day is. Well, no, once your once your mum r- reminded me who Doris Day is, I was like, oh, okay, you know, I I do actually know who she is, but like, not really, but I know what the name. So, if anybody who doesn't know who Doris Day is, Doris Day is like a powerhouse of the fifties. Mm. She is known as like the one take queen for the oh, sole fact of like she did films like Calamity Jane. Um, pajama game. Um, and there were a few other. I don't know whether she was an in Annie Get Get Again. Look it up. Doris Day. Oh. <coughs> but Doris she was Day. like the pinnacle of my childhood, basically. Because my mum was like obsessed with her. We had the box set, everything. IMDb. What were we looking for? Doris Day. Yeah. What 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 thing do you want to know? Um, whether she was in Annie Get Your Gun. That's her Facebook. No, it's not. It's IMDb. Never mind. Her Facebook. I don't think she has a Facebook. Well, she's dead, James. <laughs> <sighs> so many jokes to make. Then don't. James. No, I wasn't gonna. No, I was gonna joke about how it's horrible to just. Oh, she's dead. But anyway, no, Doris Day, incredible, incredible. Oh yeah, singer of her time and actress. Yeah, she was, in and she was an animal welfare <laughs> activist. I don't know whether it was an upbringing, but she had like a really horrible like life with like her partners and stuff. Hmm. Um, someone like left her in the street and everything. It was really horrible, but she created a massive, massive like. Uh, well, I mean, she was like the epitome of my childhood for the mm. sole fact. Of my mum and my grandma were like obsessed with her mm. because, um, like, she w- Calamity Jane is literally one of my favourite films. Oh, well, we should watch that sometime. We should. Yeah. Because um, it's just, I don't know what it is about it, but like, I did this thing at college and we did um, a woman's touch from Calamity Jane. Mm. And it was, excuse me, am I boring you? No, no, I was just checking. He's checking his phone, everyone. But yes, anyway. Um. So, yeah, so. Who else have we got to talk um, about? Billy Holiday. Um, there's actually a really good um, thing on Now TV, and it's called The People versus Billy Holiday or something. And she was um, a heroin addict, I think. She was. Um, she was like, I think she was like a soul artist, or she was definitely like a lounge artist. Holiday hero- uh, wrestled with her addictions until the very end. Yeah, heroin. Yeah, and there was like a case. Early 1940s. She was arrested on drug charges in mm. 1947 and ended up spending months in jail for possession. Oh, we could go down a long route of addiction and criminalizing it. But this is music. I think that's actually an episode for another podcast. Yeah, maybe about an addiction and music. I think that I think next week. Next week. We're going to do an episode on addiction, addiction and, music. and music. I like that. I've got. You've got a so, so much many, to talk so about. So much to talk about, dear. So much. There's count. I can think of about five names right now. I've mm. to talk about like Ellen John. You know, yeah. more Ed Sheeran technically. Really? Oh yeah, because oh, he was a party boy, wasn't he? No, he? no, he was just a party boy. Was he? Yeah. Sorry, did you see him when he was eight? No, I know, I know. There's a picture of him. When there's a picture, because obviously at Castle on the Hill, one of his songs is oh, literally yeah. there. Like when I was 15, I was like smoking. And he looks like. And he looks like fucking class. Harry Potter. He looks like a ginger Harry Potter. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, um, anyway, for people who don't know, James used to very much love Harry Harry Potter. 
I mean, I do love I Harry mean, Potter. Like, but Ed Sheeran, I, back I in the day. I used to be uh, between the ages of about 15. No. End of 14. Let's say 15 to about 17. For about two solid years, I was probably the biggest... Ed Sheeran fanboy you'd ever meet. I'm pretty sure I you had, had the guitar. I had the exact same guitar as him. I had the same loop pedal that he had. I'm pretty sure that I, you like this put microphone. I think we're using right now is the microphone he used to loop on one Stop of his right recording now. videos. I had my hair like him. And you were going to dye your hair ginger, weren't you? I dressed like him. Yeah, and I nearly dyed my hair ginger. Um, he's, um, he's I nice. used to get called Ed. In the playground, well, that was secondary school. In, the in, playground. In um, <laughs> yeah, in um, just at lunch and just in general, people would be like, "All right, Ed," and I'd actually respond and say, "All right," because actually made I'm me feel a little warm inside. I'm, su- I'm surprised that you didn't change your name to Ed. I, I thought Ed Sheeran was the reason why you picked up a guitar, not Ricky Gervais. No, I know it's quite shocking, isn't it? Yeah, it was Ricky Gervais. Well, initially, it I um. I got into violin because of a movie, Master and Commander, um, where the characters are playing their violin, but then they turn them on their sides and play them like you ukuleles. Were you any good at violin? I was... Nah, I wouldn't say so. Me neither. I like, fully I have a like violin at my parents. I feel like I could pick one up now, maybe. I remember where most of the notes are. I feel like I could play it better than I did then, just because I have a bit more of an understanding of music. Mm. But... Um, but I didn't realise because it was the way they turned the violins on the side and started drumming them. That are, uh, not drumming them, like um, strumming them. That's the word. We are a bit merry here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God, I'm having to turn around so I can burp. It's yeah. Really I'm watching her. Shut up. Stop watching me. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, Ed was a was a was a prying time. I had one, in during that time, I had one interaction with him when I saw him live, dressed like him, wearing his Ed Sheeran hoodie. <laughs> and um, he he does this beautiful cover of uh, Nina Simone's Be My Husband. And um, he said he was at this jazz festival and he's, he doesn't play any jazz, but that was the one song that was a bit jazzy, so he did a cover of it. And he asked the crowd, does anyone here know who Nina Simone is? And there was about two other people who were like, woo, put their hand up. And then I frantically rose my hand, waving about him and said, yeah! And then he looked at me and frowned at me. Had Stop it. No, genuinely, that's the only ever interaction I've had with Ed Sheeran. He looked straight into my eyes, frowned at me, and I could hear his what was going on in his mind. Was like, you have no clue who she is. Because he just saw me. Do you actually like, know who Nina Simone is? I do now, yeah. I have a you, rough idea. So you idea. didn't then? Well, no, I only knew her because he did a cover of one of her songs. Are you So technically are you I knew. Kidding? That was it. Yep. I just wanted to oh. some attention from Ed Sheeran you, you when I was 17. You were just a little attention whore for Ed Sheeran, weren't you? I was. You, you I was love 17. Ed Sheeran so much. Go marry him. Oh, well, he's married, darling. Oh, what a shit. I'll have to be second best, though, won't I? Oh, no. Always will be. <laughs> I am getting uh, an open mouth yeah, stare right um, now. Uh, yeah, no, you know, he's sleeping on the Just sofa jokes, tonight. babe. What? Back to <laughs> legends of the past. Yeah, so in the fifties, um, Buddy Holly, <laughs> Buddy Holly, Buddy what Holly, a beautiful person. I he was incredible. Do you know anything about Buddy Holly? Not really, actually. Okay, that's that's him. I have one of his full collections. Thirty. Sorry, I keep pushing myself away. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a bit comfy. Um, yeah, that's him. He did 
There's a bit of a debate, I think, who wrote Blue Suede Shoes, but yeah? I'm sure it was Buddy Holly. You might know he did... Um, oh, what's that famous... Quite famous song. Oh, shit. I was typing songs. Song list. Um, oh, he did Every Day. Oh, it's yeah, Buddy Holly was yeah, he was incredible. Yeah. Amazing artist. Um he kind of inspired um you know, obviously from rock and roll and um I'm pretty sure uh who was it influences? The Carter family. They were they oh were pretty yeah, well yeah, known. Yeah, yeah. Hank Williams, Jimmy Rogers, Hank Snow. Bob Wills. Because I remember you did something about um, influences and stuff at uni, didn't you? Yeah, we had to, um, what they said would be good for our performance and our songwriters and every and just to know was, it's like one of those like, our family trees. influences. Yes, yeah, so we take our main influence and we find out two of their influences and then you find those influences, influences and take t- two of theirs and then you find their influences, influences, influences and write two of theirs and it's like a little family tree of influences. That's a lot of influences. That's a, well, many times I just said influences. I'm a bit influence, influence. Um, so. Um, then we have we Ella Fitzgerald, I who obviously. No idea At who she last, is. my love has come along. My lonely days are over. And life is like a song. That one. That was beautiful. Thank a you. Little. Oh, that was gorgeous. Was it nice in your ears? It was. Did I'm it the give one. The tingles. It did. Um, yes, in this, I am the one who's lis- who's yeah, got the headphones. I'm keeping an eye on the mix, making yeah, sure it's okay. Because he's definitely more um, technologically, musically inept. Ept. <laughs> inept. Ept <laughs> 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 than I am. Um, yes. Um, music technologically intelligent. That's the one. Yeah. I've done it for, yeah, it's my sixth year. If yeah. I had no idea what I was doing, then, and then I feel sorry for Glass Coal. I've only been using Logic for about two years, and which is what we were recording on. So this is. I've been using it for, this is my sixth year using I've Logic. Oh, she wrote Cry Me a River. Yeah, Cry Me a River. Uh, she um, was noted for purity of tone, impeccable diction, phrasing, timing, intonation, and horn-like improvisational ability, mm. particularly in her scats. Ah, oh, she's a scat singer as yeah, well. Yeah, she, um, oh, fantastic. She does like jazz and stuff. Oh. Anyway, next on our list, one of my all-time favorite. Oh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Incredibly, beautifully crazy and intelligent. I know nothing about Chuck Berry. What did Chuck Berry die from? Oh, that's uh, very sad. Wait, what? What? He died in 2017. Yeah. God, he lived. He must have lived a beautiful. Uh, one of my other favorite songs from Chuck Berry was "No Particular Place to Go." It had this beautiful um, comedy aspect to it, where in the song he's talking about just driving along with no particular place to go with a girl like of his dreams, his partner, the person he's seeing, who he really feels love for, oh, and they're just driving. With that, babes. That's all right. And um, no, they're just you know they're just driving along, no particular place to go. They're just you know having a nice jar, uh, nice car journey. And um, there's a point where they stop and they look at something in there. I forgot if they're about to get out of the car or that I think their kids. She whispers something in his ear and he's trying to unfasten his safety belt, but he c- but it won't budge. But he puts that in the song and it, it works beautifully. There's this beautiful timing of it, but it's just comedy in a song. Um, 
So Chuck Berry was just the full package of it. Who pi- Oh, this is Wickby Dyer being not so great. Um, he says, um, was an American singer, songwriter, and guitarist who pioneered rock and roll. Um, from our f- no, mm. it was Sister Rosetta Tharp. Did Elvis? It wasn't seven. It definitely wasn't Elvis. It was not Elvis. Um, but Chuck Berry, he he definitely. I wouldn't. He wouldn't. He didn't pioneer it, but he definitely helped it. He definitely helped it um, evolve and progress into what we know as classic late fifties to early sixties rock and roll. I would say. We should. Should we have a quick? Do we? Should we pause? We're it? gonna have a quick intermission. Should we pause it? Yes. Back. And we're back with a new drink. Yeah, we've now got Palmaviolet gin and lemonade. It is going down quite swimmingly. It's, it's a very nice drink. I it tell really you. It really is. Um, yeah, we've moved from the breakfast drink to, to the, the lunch drink. The <laughs> early afternoon drink. We're literally having a liquid lunch. It, it genuinely. We had, but we did have French toast and maple bacon yeah, for Yeah, we had, we had a team oh, effort. It was a good team effort. We had a team effort. I made the French toast. And I made the maple bacon. No, it's not your average maple bacon where you just cook some bacon and you put some maple this syrup the in it. This food podcast. No, I know, but I'm going to make it for the, first <laughs> the next for the next minute. For the next 60 seconds, I'm going to do a little food intervention. Uh, it's a recipe I got from the incredibly ins- esteemed Gordon Ramsay. Oh, I love him. Where to make real maple bacon from scratch without maple syrup, uh, it's just a bit of oil, usually any kind of oil, maybe sunflower oil. Uh, we use vegetable oil today. A bit of butter, salt, pepper, and some sugar. Put that on a high heat. Mix it around until it starts bubbling. Put it just slightly lower than high heat, and then you put your bacon in. And, oh, as you know, this is the second time you've had it. And it is it pretty is yummy. Good maple bacon. This is um, this part of the sec- this segment of the podcast is that what did we last have for our meal podcast? Um, and next yeah. week we will talk about what we had before the podcast at this little section. I think it's quite nice. Before the podcast? Yeah, because obviously we're going to eat before the podcast. Cause oh, we're yeah. Because we're getting pretty merry at... Pretty merry. Wanked. <laughs> Twenty-four. Yeah. God, can you get ready in a minute? We do. So we're beautifully treating this podcast as our pre-drinks for we're going, going out. to a gig after. We're this. going to the Louisiana in Bristol to watch. I do. You, do you remember the name of the band that's actually headlining? It's their EP launch. Crooked Tongue. Sorry. Crooked Tongue. Yeah, so obviously this podcast will be out after the EP this launch, but you can still listen to their EP. Yeah, go and listen to it. They're probably they're probably great. We've never heard of them. No. Um, <laughs> really, really the only reason we are going is because the band supporting Beautiful Bird. Yeah, by it's the way. Miss Kill. Is Miss Kill and one we of love my them. oh, beautiful? They are female duo. One is on drums and one is guitarist and singer. And for just a guitarist and a drum. They nail, they kill it. So literally. we're really, really excited. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> they miss kill it. They miss kill it. Um, I feel bad. I don't know who the drummer's, what the drummer's name is. I've been introduced to her a couple um, of times they're, now. They're sisters as well. No, they're not. Are they not? I don't think so. They look like sisters. I know. Bear with. But Are they sisters? They said they were sisters. Oh, oh, I might be wrong then. Uh, but Alana Jackson is the singer and guitarist 
of Miss Kill, and she's incredible. She's been gigging since... Sister duo! Suck my ass! <laughs> but they are an incredible sister duo. Uh, for, for a guitarist and drummer band that doesn't have a bassist, because that's where a lot of those duos lack, is the bass. And I've heard a lot... I've heard one other band, they were just a guitarist and a drummer, but they had a backing track of a bass... So it kept the bass in. Which is different because obviously the band that I was in, it was a guitarist and a bassist and me, and we had a drum backing. Yeah. And R- then Rip Girls. And then there's my band, which is... Yeah, the 75? Uh, the 97s. That's it. Uh, we call ourselves the 97s because we're all born in 97. So it was a nice little... We were going to be called Shut Up, James. I, I I actually prefer that name. Yeah. If you're a part of the 97s, please name yourself Shut Up James instead because it's very accurate. Shut Up James. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but it was uh, yeah, we're doing cool. We've um I'm uh electric guitar, loop pedal and uh kind of backing vocals though the next few songs we're going to do, I think me uh, we got Liv Powell, um Liv Cats, not Liv Powell. Jeez. Liv- Look at the name right. I know, right? Jesus. Uh, Liv Katz, who um, is our singer, incredible songwriter. Oh my god, the the melodies she writes and top lines she writes are incredible. She, um, <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna go more bit back and forth for the next bit. No way. And um, and we oh, got excited. Joe. Oh god, he told me his last name not long ago. It's Joe. Just Joe. He's got a beanie. He's got a bit of a beard. He cool. He's a nice lad. He's 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 a good lad. I love him. He's just he's just happy to be there, sort of thing. Uh, it's trippy the fact that you're all born in '97, though. No, yeah, that was quite fun. We're never we're not all in the same year. One of us is in the other year, you know, because school works and all that. That is our band. We've got a um, couple tracks. We've got four songs actually. None of them on SoundCloud. None of them on Spotify. So I don't know why I'm mentioning them. <laughs> anyway, back to. 70 years ago. <laughs> Seven, is it 70? Yeah, we're in 2021, darling. This is Another 1950s. fun fact, I did my math GCSE seven times. I still haven't got it. And I did A-level maths. So if we have kids... They're going to be really smart, really dumb. Yeah. I think one's going to be really smart, one's going to be really dumb. Thanks, like James. Like us. <laughs> 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 Yeah, we've just got to the point where we're quite merry now. I'd say I'm feeling I'm quite merry. I'm almost at the point of tunnel vision. Something hurts in my mouth. I don't know what it is. It's me. <laughs> um, yeah, we are getting quite, quite merry now. Yeah, a lot of this is probably going to have to get cut, but it's fine. I think it's fine. Um, um, anyway. Anyway. So. Back to 1950s. We are at Little Richard because we've talked about Elvis Presley. No idea. Oh no, I know. I know. Little Richard is the guy who did Tutti Fruity. Pass me my lap. Tutti Fruity. Um. So, um, a bit of a tangent, but also still relevant. Um. So there was an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul, shout out to RuPaul. If RuPaul's not going to listen, I know. I don't want her to listen. Anyway. <laughs> so um. Stop fracking. Anyway. Fracking. Yeah, RuPaul's a fracker. She does fracking. Anyway, she's not like I love her, but come on. I'm really confused. Anyway, you know what fracking is, don't you? Yes, the mines and shit in it. Yeah, where they mine oil instead of like taking oil from from oil. Anyway. Anyway, this is Richard. Little Richard. So anyway, so um, someone from Drag Race. I can't remember her name. I think it might have been Kennedy Michaels. Um, look it up. 
What, Drag Race? She did it on Snatch Game. She did Little Richard. Um, oh, here they are. Kennedy Davenport. That's it. Kennedy Davenport did um, Richard. Little Richard on Snatch Game in one of the All-Star seasons. Um, and she did it really well. And she was like, ah, And it was really, really funny. So anyway, uh, we, we love Drag Race in this house, don't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, we do. Yeah. But Little Richard died in 2020. Did he? Born 1932, died 2020, he was 87. Oh my god, did he die of COVID? Uh, what did he die of? Uh, bone cancer. Next week, we're going to be talking about addiction. Addiction in, our addiction in music. Yes, and specifically, because there's, there's a lot of addiction within the music industry. And not just to drugs. Um. Yeah. Not just to drugs, legal drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, also sex addiction. There's a lot of artists who suffer with really? sex addiction. Yeah, I got something to tell you, but I will tell you after this podcast because it is classified. Right? Okay. <laughs> it's um, classified. Uh, no, it is anyway. So you'll definitely cut this, right? Of course, I will. Cool. Cause it's for next week. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um. But yeah, so Lil Richard. Lil Richard. Um, he did Tutti Frutti and stuff like that. He was like. Oh yeah, we got introduced to him at uni. What? Um, not him. <laughs> he wasn't alive when I was at uni. When I started uni, no, we um. Because you started twenty twenty. Yeah, end twenty twenty. Um, he um, we talked about him when we talked about um, black culture and origins of music in black culture. Um, I mean, basically not one of the biggest. A bit yeah, we're, we're getting there, aren't we? Yeah. Like the only problem I find with um. With a lot of music we listen to today and a lot of the music, because a lot of modern music has been introduced and originated in society, it was around the 1950s, uh, like late 1940s, in the 50s and early 60s, a lot of it was just blaced, based, blaced, based off of black culture. It's so yeah. much music has been created and originated from black culture. Us white people are, are horrible. <laughs> really. God. A lot of white musicians who would know this is. I'm going off on one. Uh, a lot of um, people in white culture back then basically just stole a lot of music that originated with black culture. Well, yeah, because obviously um, there was a lot of oppression going back in those... Just a tad. Eras specifically, well, because really, a genocide—not genocide, segregation—that's the word I was looking for. Jim Crow laws, yeah. Um, those didn't really stop until like the eighties. They didn't. Wait, that's not. And then, like lynching as well, that didn't stop until the eighties. Um, fruit hanging from a tree. Who wrote that? Um, this is why we need the Alexa. From a tree. I am being the Alexa right now. <laughs> Fruit from a tree. No. Um, Jim Crow. That help if I type that in. Strange Fruit. That was the song. Uh, the woman sings. Oh, it's Billie Holiday. We were just talking yeah, about that. Yeah, we were literally just talking about Billie Holiday. Uh, the song's called Strange Fruit. And some of the lyrics. Um, well, it's just basically about how, um, you know, blood on the leaves and blood at the root. Black bodies swinging in the southern breeze, strange fruit hanging from the poplar trees. I feel like we have got to the point yeah. where we are so extremely merry. Yeah. So Fat Domino was a man. He was a cool dude. Right. That. And we've got to four o'clock on a Saturday. God. 
Um, we are, as previously mentioned, we are off to Louisiana. We are off to Louisiana to see <laughs> Crooked Tongue and their EP launch party. But we don't know who they are. Yeah, Crooked Tongue. We're very the support int- from Taipan and the brilliant Miss Kill. Oh, the absolutely phenomenal Miss Kill. They are incredible. Much love, everyone. Thank yeah. you for listening. Next week, we're going to be talking about addiction in the music industry. And we have a lot to say about we that. We have a lot. Yep. Okie dokie. So thank, thank you, you for listening and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week, guys.